Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast, Coffee with Rick and Tab. In this episode, I am going to be doing it solo. Rick has been very busy with work, and he works most of the day, so I have the summer off because I'm a teacher, so I'm not working right now, and I just have a lot of time on my hands. So I decided I was going to cultivate a new episode that speaks upon the topic of shadow work and the transitions you go through, and then I'm going to incorporate a little bit about inner child, our inner child that resides within us, and how you can access that while coming out of a lot of the depths that you go through with shadow work. So I'm going to hop right into the episode and I hope you all enjoy. All right, so if you guys enjoy that song that I had on in my intro, it's called You and Me by Aqua Stone Thorn. Um, I'm not exactly sure if it's just a man or a woman or who it is. I just found it on SoundCloud, so you can definitely find it on there. Maybe it's on YouTube. I'm not sure, but I just wanted to give that song um, a shout out. So... There is so much that can be covered within, you know, what is shadow work? What is our inner child? And if you're not exactly sure what those terms are, I definitely highly suggest that you go and do some of your own research on it. I have been really working with my shadow side for a long time and A lot of times it becomes easy for us to... Let me shut the window. My neighbor's car squeals. (laughs) So anyways, a lot of times that we can start to really focus on our shadow side, it, it comes with a lot of solitude that we really need to bring into our lives when we are so obsessed with our outer world and what's happening in the world in general what's happening in the worlds of the people that we love and our friends our family we tend to really neglect um we just tend to neglect our side of what we need to work through what we need to work on so basically the shadow is the psychological term for everything that we can't see in ourselves. So essentially think about how much we look at everyone else's shadow side, but not our own. Well, that's because no one likes to face their quote unquote, their own demons, but it's necessary. It's necessary to dive deep into that part of yourself to help understand parts of you and why you are the way you are and how you react to certain situations. Um, it really digs up a lot of repressed memories that we tend to block out and it just seems to dissolve in the unconscious mind, although it still sits there with us because it's shown through parts of our personality when it comes to conflicts or when we're judging and things along those lines. So in order to really integrate yourself into moving into being a better person and and into your higher self and to really move from negative to 
a positive frequency, you you have to dive deep into the shadow side of you and heal that. And it's the process is different for everybody, okay? And it is challenging. And it looks different for everyone. So there's really no wrong way to go about it or to start that healing process. The ultimate goal, in my opinion, the ultimate goal is just to become mindful of it. That's like your first step. Become mindful that, you know, we all have shadow sides. So every time you find yourself judging someone for how they act or what they do, I I highly suggest you stop yourself and realize, well, why am I judging them for that? Is that something that I see in them that I see in myself that I need to work on? You know, because we all, we, we all have it. And it's just like with anything, you know, I say this a lot, but within the spiritual community online, um, it has greatly bothered me about how much people think of spirituality is just about being positive and about the love and the light of everything and to be honest that is beautiful and that is a huge part of the being spiritual right but if you are neglecting to face the fact that we have a shadow side then you're not really going through the process of fully integrating of the integration of what it really feels like to live in the light side of everything. So, you know, things that I have done with like my shadow work is a lot of journaling and a lot of reflection, okay? Because a lot of these, I guess you could say demons, I keep calling it that, that we have built inside of us that is a little darker is usually stemmed from what has shaped us from our childhood. So if you were rejected at any point in your childhood with how you acted, the way you thought or the way you said things or what your interests were, if you were rejected by the adults who looked over you, you're going to change your whole personality to what you think you should be due to the fact that an adult is not letting you prosper into what you should be. That's because they haven't dealt with their own energetic inner shadow battles. So that's why it's so important for us to start doing it now so that the shadows we have within us, we don't pass that down energetically to our next generations because I promise you it will be if it's not faced and taken care of. So um, say, for example, you wanted to be an artist and you love to anything in the art field, maybe it's building or creating stuff online, working with technology, or it has to do with painting or, you know, anything in that art form. Well, say you're born into a family that is very athletic, loves to exercise, loves to watch football and basketball and baseball, you know. And so the family we are born into is going to pass down those values onto us. And without really letting us be who we want to be. So immediately, if we are not being focused on with what our talent, where our talents truly lie, we're going to repress those actions that we want to have come out. And we're just going to be miserable when we get older to do what our family wants us to do. 
I hope that makes sense and I hope you understand. So say if you were a really angry child, for some reason you just would cry a lot, scream a lot, get frustrated easily. Well, if you're not handled with the right type of compassion and understanding and love from your parents, you're going to learn that, oh, it is bad that I'm angry when this happens to me or that I get sad when this happens. So you're not fully allowed to express those emotions, express who you are. So when we get older, it can bring a lot of damage to us mentally that we have buried away. So it's good to bring up those things and do the shadow work to heal those parts of you so that you can fully thrive into what you were meant to do while you're here on earth, you know? So I went back with my shadow work and, you know, I I focused on things, for example, with uh, my body image. I was so worried about my body image and it wasn't like my mom and dad weren't even heavy on on what people looked like. It It was all about loving people for who they were and that was really presented a lot in my childhood. But it was... I think it just had to do with the media, magazines, and, you know, you just, you want to look perfect the way that the social standards say we're supposed to look. So I had a big issue with, you know, being an exercise junkie, but then I would splurge on food and then I would exercise as soon as I was done eating because I didn't want to get fat, um, I wanted to be so accepted in high school. I was like striving to fit in. I wanted to have this deep acceptance. And, you know, so I was so focused on how I looked. I was so focused on my outer appearance. And I was so focused on always being just kind and quiet. And I wanted to paint this beautiful picture of myself so I could please everyone. You know, I never thought I was a people pleaser until I started doing shadow work and realized a lot of the shit I was doing was just to be accepted and liked by people and that's where social media can really be harmful to us because a lot of times we're unconsciously just sharing stuff for the likes because how many times do you come across people who share stuff that a lot of people are uncomfortable talking about well that's exactly it we're uncomfortable about it so we reject what people say when it's so different from what Um, what we want to see or what we would like, you know, someone can post a picture in their bathing suit and it'll get a hundred likes. Well, someone wants to post a pretty picture of their garden. It gets like 10 likes. You see what I mean? We're so attracted to the, the physical aspects of stuff instead of other beautiful things in the world. And that's what has really been painted as a picture for us as a society in general. And what a lot of kids deal with in their teenage years and that that kind of thing is implanted in us early that's a seed that gets planted early in our minds so you know I also through my shadow work wondered why was I why why did so many of my friendships fail and it's nothing against anyone who I was friends with but I realized a lot of times when I would get so over these friendships I wasn't communicating. I would just back down and quit talking to these people. I would just end up ghosting them because it just got to a point where I was tired of feeling like I was used by them. I was weighing my, you know, hand and foot to these people. I I was just, I just felt like their little 
their servant that was there for them whenever they needed. But when I needed them, were they always there for me like I was for them? Absolutely not. And, you know, everyone's story is completely different. Maybe they perceive it different than how I perceive it. And, um, you know, I just... Hold on, I'm looking at my notes. Okay, so I wanted this picture painted of myself and uh, social media really helped enhance that, which bumped up my ego, right? So my early 20s, I got into the rave scene and I could not wait for pictures of me and my friends at raves to be loaded on Facebook. This was before like Instagram got popular, okay? So like my early 20s was like 2000. 11 2012 2000 so it was like around 2013 and because I wanted people from like high school and basically from like my whole like childhood life to see I was having fun I knew all these new people I was doing something interesting and cool and now I just like look at those pictures and it's slightly embarrassing because you can see it right in my eyes and it was just written all over me that I was obviously fucked up on drugs in those pictures and don't get me wrong in my opinion some drugs are fun when done in moderation uh but in my past I was clearly abusing uh having so much access to it right so anyways you get you get the picture of that I'm trying to state here uh, of how I used to be and it wasn't that I was bad I was just confused on how to truly be myself and especially around new friend groups so I feel like because I wasn't fully being the true Tabitha that I was I was manifesting these friends at I guess you could say maybe a lower vibrational level and if I just would have been myself I could have truly uh brought more authentic friendships into my life that would have stayed on the vibrational level that I was at but I was always lowering myself because I was just had a low self-esteem not confident and I wasn't thinking for myself I was easily persuaded and you know it's like what did I expect I was going to attract basically those energy vampires because of it, because I was too easily accessible. And finally, I just became fed up with this same cycle that was happening on repeat and truly mentally exhausted from it. So I broke off a lot of friendships that were no longer serving me. And you know, that's when I entered the beautiful place of solitude. And thank God for solitude because my focus was on myself. It was on my relationship with me and more important, well, not more importantly, but equally as important, my relationship with Rick and I, I could focus on us and not focus so much on my friends that I just would be their beck and call to. I mean, ask Rick, I was, I was very, uh, used. I was very easily used because I allowed myself to be right. And it just got to the point in friendships where when I did start to open up and did become myself, People would literally start, 
I feel like mimicking my personality and I know a lot of people can relate to this and when we have friendships with people we do tend to pick from each other and kind of attract similar qualities but when it gets to the point that people are literally just doing things that you just started doing because you have interest in it but then they start sharing it on let's just say social media for example um it just gets ridiculous because they want to look a certain way for these people when it was really something that you were genuinely interested in and then you feel like it got robbed from you. And you know what? At that point, it's like it's on you. You know, if you want to rip off my personality, then I'll rip you out of my life kind of mentality I began to have. Like, I just don't have time for that petty bullshit, you know, like get your own personality. So that's just a little rant. But um this is where solitude helped me because during this time I had with myself, I got to learn who I was, what I liked, what made me happy. I gained confidence and I gained knowledge. And to be honest, I was experiencing the spiritual awakening because I was reaching my higher self. I was becoming more in tune with God and my ancestors and with what truly interested me to help me figure out where my soul purpose was really just heading to what I really wanted to do with my life. And I'm still learning that to this day because it's a never ending process. You're always ascending. It's never stopping. We're always growing and changing and progressing in life. And if you're not progressing in life and and you're staying in this mundane place, to be quite frank, it's because you're uncomfortable to change. And you know what? If change was easy, we'd all be doing it, but it's not easy. It's weird. It's unknown. It's uncomfortable. So I started focusing, you know, on my shadow side reasons to what led me to where I was. And I was putting all this work into myself and I just started to understand who I am and what my purpose is. And to be honest, I've been finding so much happiness in my everyday life. And I've, I've, there's a lot of hardship I went through. And I'm not even going to get into that because you know what? We all have a unique story. And maybe that will be a story for another time. So after all like this shadow stuff I, I've been working through, I've really been casting more color into my life now and my surroundings are more beautiful. And you know, just this is where my inner child has really been released to let the magic come from within. And, you know, I had a nightly reflection about this, which is why I wanted to talk about it. So... I was watching the sunset outside, I was writing in my journal, and I thought, you know what, this is something that really needs to be talked about, because I had, I just, oops, my computer, pushing buttons, so anyways, when I had this moment, I was upstairs, and I like to call it like my sacred space. That's like my mystical space. It's basically everything in my mind has been thrown up onto the walls and furniture in this room, right? So it's where I feel like I can release my magic that's within me. And I decided to pull out my silk fans to dance with. And they were in this beautiful vanity I have in my vanity drawer. Whoever had it before me left an interesting energy on it. So then I threw on this uh, really like silky multi, like this blue multicolored jumpsuit with like decoration printed on it. And it was kind of like childlike in my opinion. And then I just churned up my SoundCloud playlist and I was dancing and I was beginning to feel this Oh, this wonderful urge of 
happiness, like legit happiness that you feel when you're a child and you have no worries in the world and everything is so bright and light and beautiful and you're so innocent. Like when was the last time you have genuinely felt a happiness like that? Think about it. Like when, right? Well, for me, I realized it in that moment because I was swirling my fans. I was twirling my body. I was feeling the music and it was just this wave that had set over me and it was wonderful. It was beautiful. And then I just began laughing. I just began laughing. And I said to myself, like, wow, this happiness that I am feeling, it was like a deep state of bliss that made me realize I hadn't been a happy like a child in years. And I just, I love when you have flashes like that, like those, you know what I mean, those those flashes of happiness and then as soon as you think about it or realize it's happening, you kind of pull out of it, you know? And I realized when dancing with my Silk fans before, and I'm going to be completely honest and I'm going to be very blunt and kind of call myself out, but I was going about it all wrong. So When I was on my Instagram, this is how I discovered what Silk fans were. I was watching these beautiful, professional-looking women dance with their Silk fans. So I wanted to look just like them, and I wanted to feel special and different and unique. And I knew I would stand out because from other flow art um, things like Hoopers, for example, and nothing against Hoopers. I love watching Hoop videos, but it became so flooded with so many of them on Instagram I kind of lost interest in it and I was like you know what I want to do something that's different from everyone else well I'm going to be honest I feel like part of that was my ego just judging honestly and wanting me to be this special fairy that was different from all the hula hoopers so you know I got silk fans and as I was enjoying the silk fans I was uh I was putting too much expectation on myself and in this pressure. And for who? For fucking who? For people on Instagram to like my shit? Like, how stupid. So, you know, when I was dancing, I would put on this really magical music. And after a song and dance, I would, you know, I'd be recording. And then I'd watch the recording. And I would love some of my movements. But then I would be picking apart other moves I was doing or transitions And so it would go on to be recording about three more times of my dance, trying to incorporate the same choreography, I guess you could say. And at the end, at the end of it, I was overworking myself with harsh criticism and I was really losing my jive because I didn't look as sparkly as all these other people. I was too busy comparing myself and I really took the magic out of what I was doing because I was trying to look a certain way so I could post this video on IG to share with people. And you know what? At the end of the day, as much as I want to say it wasn't for the likes, it was for the likes. It was. It was to be noticed. And I should have been doing it because it was for me, not for people. For people who probably don't even watch the whole fucking videos in the first place because you know why? Nobody cares. Everyone only cares about themselves and we care about other people. But at the end of the day, like a lot of times we do stuff and we hope everyone sees what we did because we're, we're obsessed with ourselves in many ways, you know? So 
I was always trying to look perfect with every craft I did, my yoga, my oracle cards. I just, I really wanted to be looked and perceived a certain way and I wasn't letting it all flow naturally. So that was a big part of myself. I've really had to transform and and learn to heal and know it's okay to not have a huge following or likes about what I'm doing and to just stop blocking myself from being ultimate happy ultimately happy with what I was doing so that was something I really had to work through and I was essentially I was like blocking my inner child from coming out I was blocking my inner child from coming out and letting her play with the crafts that I enjoyed doing so you know when I had that moment while dancing the other day for fun I just flowed with it and I kind of want to say I feel like it was a natural flow state for sure. Not thinking of what moves to do next. Not thinking of what I would look like on the camera. I just simply was dancing however the fuck I wanted to. And that was, honest to God, the most genuine inner child moment I have had as an adult. And you know, what's cool is it, it was my shadow work that led me to that moment. I mean, be to be honest... If you want to look at my Instagram account, it's Tabby Cat's Corner. And look at my photos and go back. Go, you know, slide through them. Go back. And you will see I posted a lot of darker pictures, um, darkly like shaded or edited photos, um, maybe bland ones at least, you know. And when I was posting those photos, it's because... And even if you watched my stories or heard what I was saying or read what I was writing, it was a lot of darker stuff because I was working through my shadow side at that time. So it was quite relevant with stuff that I was posting. And when you kind of scroll more to my photos that are more present now, you can see they are holding so much more color and magic because my inner process that has been showcased, has shown when I was truly going through the darker times and how I would write so openly about it. And now when you see my stuff, it's more, it's just more happy looking, more colorful because I'm truly, truly seeing the light of my integration process that I am working through. And you guys, if you don't know what integration means, you know, integration is, it's like when you're emerging into a new phase, okay? So the shadow side is the dark side of yourself. And when you're working through that, you're essentially integrating into the lighter side of things, okay? Because everything's like duality, right? We have dark light, masculine, feminine, you know, think think about the polarities, okay? So we, we each have all of these balances and I was learning how to work through those into my lighter side and I was in I was embracing the change and releasing the fears and I was taking responsibility for my own life. I was merging my body, my mind, my soul, my emotions and I was integrating all this wisdom I've gained in my life and I was through that able to find like total acceptance and understanding and like love of life and I was leaving I'm leaving literally right now this this darker past behind me to step into the brighter future that is there before me and if you guys don't know what like your inner child is 
It's basically like we all have our child never leaves our heart. Okay, we all have it. But as we become teenagers, you know, we want to become more responsible and do fun things. And then we hit our 20s and it's like, oh, shit, life is serious as fuck. And we got a mess to clean up from the generations before us. This shit is no joke. I need a drink of water. And so with that being said, we really tend to leave our child in the dark but in the dark there is that beautiful little ball of light just like when you see in the yin and yang symbol the yin energy is essentially like the uh, feminine energy and the yang is the masculine so the yang would be like the dark right well the dark always has that little bubble of light And that's like your inner child is right there waiting to shine through. It's always there. And, you know, ways to, I'm going to give you some examples of how to release your inner child. Think about really happy moments you had when you were a child that brought fun and laughter and play into your life. You know, Uh, just like simple things, innocent things, like when you had no cares about the world, when you were kids and you'd go outside and play in the rain in your bathing suits or climbing a tree or going swimming you know it's always there and it's always yearning for this occasional release for some freedom from the mundane and from the responsibilities you know so when you're feeling burdened or maybe when you need to lift your spirits definitely call upon your inner child and allow him or her to flow out through you flow out from your heart and you know share memories and experiences of joy and freedom of play and let go and play have fun Be that beautiful child that you once were and, you know, just really embody that and it will bring you happiness that you're looking for. You know, that inner child is there. It wants to have fun. It wants you to have fun. It wants you to feel happy. It wants you to release. You have to heal that part of you so that other part of you can shine and, you know... I I share a lot about this on my Instagram because whether you're part of the spiritual community or not, I know those who watch and read my posts and stories are people who can relate to these topics that I'm openly sharing about. And even if there are people judging me or think I've gone off the deep end with what I talk about or maybe laugh at what I say or whatever you know like in the I like to post my grand rising in the morning and I'll always be like grand rising and I've had people make fun of me for that or not understand where I was coming from and you know what whatever I send love to them and I hope that my breadcrumbs I leave can lead them one day to being more open-minded as I have had to become open to love, open to forgiveness, open to true authenticity. And I hope one day we can all pull out of this unconscious realm of negativity and judgment because if you want to integrate and transcend into this new earth that we are working so hard to form in this moment right now, judgment, you have to let it go. We have to forgive and we have to love. Those are key things we have to be working on. And you know, I, I, 
I let go of a lot with my shadow work. I a lot that I carried with me, like my naive behavior, my jealousy, anger, hurt, sadness, my lack. You know, once I entered this spiritual solitude, I learned a lot about the Tabitha that was waiting to bloom all along. And I feel like I had this beautiful spark in me that was never understood. So I would just blend in with the masses like in school or with my rave scene friends or with my friends after that. And because I wasn't truly being the tab that I was and was meant to be, I really procrastinated my spiritual awakening and this side of me that is so grown, so grown. And we we all have the potential to go through that, but it takes a lot of undoing and reprogramming and relearning and accepting and loving yourself. You know, self-love, man. I'm so happy that's so popular. Self-love. Do it in any way or form that you think works best for you. And don't compare yourself. Definitely don't do that. So, you know, I had to let go that I was a people pleaser and I just had to let go of my past and release and that way I could reach for the dreams that I've wanted to reach you know so oh man that feels good to talk about and I will say this is this is what's going to start to happen when you start to let go of people who maybe are on a lower vibrational level than you To paint a picture, I was friends with a lot of people who would say this, like, quote unquote, I wear my heart on my sleeve. And, oh, I would, and then they would bitch about how no one does anything for them. And they would only do nice things for the satisfaction of how it made them look. And they would make sure everyone knew about it, right? So I usually would be the one to roll my eyes and just be like, look, bitch, I'm an Aquarius, okay? I'm a humanitarian. I see right through your bullshit. But I would play stupid just to keep things cool. And that was my problem. I would play stupid to keep things cool and not call people out on their fucking bullshit. And I think that's why I had a lot of friendships that didn't serve me and why I procrastinated my own growth. So I just want you to know it's going to happen for people at different ages. I was 25 when I finally faced this, when I finally got it, when it finally took that fucking last knocking on my door and it was my higher self reflecting back at me saying yo it's time to stop worrying about your friends and your past and what you've done it's time to focus on you and who you can be now and shadow work has really helped me focus on moving forward with that and moving forward into working through the dark to reach the light and just being in such a different place. Like I never thought I would transform into the human that I have transformed into now. And, you know, society will lead us to believe that like possessions and the external things will bring us this joy and happiness and this contentment. And, but you know, that's not true. Real lasting happiness can only be found once you go within and connect to your true self. You know, transformation must begin within and only you can decide when this journey begins. And I chose at the age of 25, which actually I think about it now is pretty young. I'm happy I did it now instead of my 30s or 40s or God forbid when I'm about to die and realize, oh shit, you know, I think when people die, they think, shit, I wasn't fucking living my life the way I should have. And then they leave that advice to us. But does anyone follow that advice? No, we don't. Not very many of us, at least. 
And, you know, by acknowledging and understanding these darker aspects of ourselves, as well as our inner light, that's when you can begin to move towards a greater understanding of who you are, what direction your life needs to move into. You know, light casts shadow. They're intricately, intricately, whatever. You know what I'm fucking saying. They are bound. So often, you guys, your, your shadow self is going to give you that courage and strength to live in the light and to be gentle and kind to yourself on the inner journey. And I And I highly suggest... If you start comparing yourself to what you're seeing people do on social media, take a break, man. The true beauty is being alone and sitting with yourself and seeing how you sit with yourself, okay? That's that's truly beautiful. And you know what? Always remember, regardless of what your beliefs are, we can be all kinds of different religions, but come on, guys. It's all the same truth. It, It all essentially leads to the same truth, okay? And just know, you know, you don't have to take the journey alone, you know, you can take this journey alone by following your intuition, or you can seek guidance from books or people you trust or talk to God or your ancestors or your spirit guides, whatever you follow or whoever you talk to or or in connection with, and follow it with courage and strength. And just remember to always show compassion and love to yourself. And that is when you are going to go through the healing process and the integration process and you're going to fully wrap up in that beautiful transformation that you have been seeking so long to happen what you've been seeking to happen in your life for so long I need another drink of water ah so to wrap it up I would definitely suggest to people to do more research on how to totally do shadow work and what exactly is your inner child. Maybe do a little more work on that. And when you combine the two, combined the two, you can really go a little deeper into healing yourself. And I just want you to really think about it when when you put this kind of attention on yourself and you start becoming a little more mindful of your actions and your thoughts and what you're doing you're truly healing yourself to heal your children or maybe even your unborn children um and then when that process happens for those children they're they're going to be doing it for their their children and you're going to change the world into a more positive like place to live in and I just want everyone to know when we're going through such hard things and a lot of times we don't know why we are you guys we're holding on to our ancestral trauma what our ancestors had to we are like the new generation of healing wounds before us this is like the first time it is so publicly known that there's a lot of bullshit and fucked up shit that has happened in the past and we are the generation we are in the time of that change everything before us has caused so much energetic damage to us now and it is up to us to heal ourselves so that we can collectively heal the world so that our future generations can live in this higher vibrational frequency that we're all just dying to be a part of because we all fucking talk about it. So why don't we start doing it, stop yapping your jaws about it, and start doing it. Start putting in the action to heal and to ascend 
into this beautiful being of love that we deserve to have in our lives. So with that being said, I'm going to wrap this up and I really hope you guys enjoyed it as much as I honestly enjoy talking about it. So I'm going to play a little more of that tune for you guys that I had on earlier and I hope you guys enjoy. Oops. I just muted it. Hold on. <laughs> 